Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today, we're going to discuss what you should do if you get a new job in a company that may be in trouble. Mm. We'll start with a question from someone who was leaving a toxic company for a great opportunity, but the new company is laying people off. During the second part of our podcast, we'll consider what manager, managers can do if they are hiring new staff while firing others. Oh boy. Unfortunately, <laughs> this is happening quite a bit these days. Uh, yeah. 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 More people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. All right. So here's the question we got. I've been working for five years at a fast growing company. The culture there is toxic and I've been actively searching for a better job. I recently received an offer from an interesting company where everyone talks about work-life balance and the leadership seems great. Unfortunately, I got a call last week from the CEO telling me that they're about to lay 20, 20% of their staff off. Mm. The CEO assured me that my position is, is secure, but it makes me very nervous to leave one toxic company for another company that is letting people go. Should I keep looking? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to keep looking. Um, I don't know what the time thing here is, whether you're about to start it or you're, you know, you've got a couple of more weeks. I don't know what what your situation is. But, um, you know, a lot of companies use the term layoff as a way to get rid of low performing people. Yes. And coming out of the pandemic, you know, business was for many companies much stronger than it might be right now. And they're laying off those that took advantage of maybe working from home or maybe have two jobs. Um, and yeah. I think, so that just might be happening, but 20% of the staff sounds like a pretty high number to me. Yeah. Well, also it what I've seen is that companies are laying off and then reorganizing and yes. then putting new people into newly created positions. It's because they're really just using the term laying off rather than firing. They're letting go of people that have been taking advantage of them and not performing. Yeah. I mean, that's most likely what's happening. Um, I don't know enough about these organizations to give more insight into that, but to have the CEO call you and say you're secure tells me that they think you're you're going to be highly productive. Yes, that's right. And, they don't want to lose you. Right. And that's a warning that if you're not highly productive, you will also be laid off. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, that's how I hear it. So if that's okay with you, because you know you can be productive, then you could you could stop looking. Kathy, is there a way to scrutinize the situation? Uh, I mean, any questions you can ask or things to find out before you step into the new role? I think easily you could ask the CEO, how will you know that you're successful at this position in the first three months? Like, what is the expectation? What are the goals of this job? Yeah. And hopefully he, he can give you that information and that will be informative. That will tell you, 
you know, once you're there, whether or not you are succeeding. Yes. And if he doesn't know, that's a bit of a problem. Um, but, you know, I would ask that question a million ways until you got an answer. Yeah. That's really what you have to understand. You're yeah. definitely being brought in to produce. I actually worked with someone who the CEO um, in meeting for the final interview, let her know that she was about to do a reorg. And so she kind of informed her, but I think you're right that in that, even in that, especially in that case, you would want to go back and find out, okay, so if you're doing this reorganization, what does that mean for the position that you want to put me in? How do I, just to your point, how do I know I'm meeting the markers of yeah. what you're trying to create here? Yeah. And I mean, to me, this CEO should be very clear about, you know, this is, you know, we've laid off 20% and this is what we need. You yeah. Know, we, this is what I'm going to need from you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if they don't see signs of that early on, uh, you're going to be toast because why did they just lay off 20% of their workforce? You know, if well, I think the other piece here is that you are going to be walking into an environment where there are going to be a lot of feelings. <laughs> yeah. People who lost their coworkers, you know, or who, yeah. even if you weren't laid off, you could be afraid that I might be next. So you're going yeah, you're to, walking in, you're walking into a culture of fear for sure. Yeah. People are afraid yeah. for their jobs. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. So, you know, I think this is a tough decision. Um, I've never personally been in a situation like this. I've had clients in situations like this. I don't think it's a great sign. Yeah. I find it worrisome. Do you? I do. I do. At the same time, I think to your point, you could ask some questions. You may find out in, I mean, I'm sure it would be in sort of um, covert terms, but you may find out just what you're saying, Kathy, that they're in, in the company's view, there were a number of people who weren't productive. Yeah. So, um, and that may tell you that they're tightening belts, just generally speaking, that they're going to be scrutinizing everyone more carefully and that there will be strong expectations on you. I don't know that it's necessarily the death knell, but it's definitely telling me if I were in this position that the company is in its own quandary right now. And so it's not necessarily going to be a steady ride. Yeah. And who knows what may happen to that culture? You know, yeah. everybody was um, talking about work-life balance that may go, that may, yeah. that may not be the future. I, you know, it's hard to know. I would be very suspicious and I would not stop looking. Yeah you can find something that is not laying people off. That's in a growth mode. Yeah. That would be interesting. Um, so you're not saying, yeah, that this question that they're in a growth mode, you're just saying they were interested in work-life balance. I, I think it's important that when you switch jobs, you are going to someone who is growing, not receding. Yeah. That is something to look for. You right. Know. Which you may not have known until you got that phone call. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting that he called and said, you're okay. Uh, I don't know. I, well, I, I think I, it's I think, smart that they called. I think it's very smart. Finding out. Right. Probably was afraid you would find out. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, hopefully we, did we answer this? I think so. I mean, what you're saying is generally speaking, you would advise a person to keep looking. Yeah. 
we're both saying that you want to scrutinize the company now a little bit more yourself if you decide to go there and specifically have conversations about what the expectations will be of your role. Yeah. And then if you decide to go, you you're you're going to need to prepare for a culture that's now in flux. Yeah. Yeah. That that is fearful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now let's look at it from the employer's perspective. What if you're hiring people while also laying people off? What is your thinking? <laughs> and, I Desperate. Mean, we, we have clients doing this where, you know, they were unsure what people were doing working from home. Yeah. They didn't have their sights on them. They didn't really know. And, you know, that you can look at the numbers all you want. And that is very informative. That will tell yeah. you of how productive people are, but not always. Yeah. So they are finding that out that people are unproductive and letting them go while they're trying to replace them with really effective people. Yeah. So that is a lot of what is happening out there is that the perspective is, you know, why, why sit around and wait for this person to turn themselves around? I'm going to go find somebody better. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is a lot of what's happening. So you might be okay. You know, you just don't know. Um, that may be what's going on, but you've got to find out what the expectation of you is. So when uh, we're saying, what is your thinking as the employer? It yeah. must be, I've got a clear house. First of all, generally speaking, belts are tightening, right? We have to yeah. be careful. It's not, and you're right, during the pandemic, so many companies just exploded, expanded. Yeah. And so the first thing you are thinking is I'm not going to keep anyone who's not highly productive and right. not adding to the bottom line. You may also be reorganizing because you're having to, maybe revenue is down or you're having to cut back in a variety of ways. So you have to decide who goes and you're right. you still may need really productive talent to come in and, you know, generate the revenue that you're, that you still want to uh, find. And I think, you know, my advice to for a CEO or any employer who's out there looking while they're laying off is to be very clear with future employees what the what you're looking for. Yeah. You know, that this is your expectation. This is what I expect to see in three months, six, six months, and one year, that I'm looking for a high performer. You've got to spell it out. That way there won't be any surprises later. Yeah. And you need to know that. You need to know what you're looking for. I mean, you can look at somebody's resume. You can see what they've done at the last company. That doesn't mean they're going to do it for you. So spell it out. Be very clear about what you want. And that and that's the only way to really have a high-performing team is to make sure you have people that buy into that and understand that's what you want. And Kathy, if you are an employer and you still want good talent, how do you explain to them what's happening? the changes you're making? I think it's okay to be honest and to say that we're cleaning house. Um, mm -hmm. As many people work from home, they were not as productive as we would have liked. Yeah. So we're still letting people work from home, but we're looking for more accomplished people. Yeah. So this is my expectation. This is what I believe you can do in the first three months, in the first six months, and the first year. I think you have to be really clear about that. Yeah. And understand what the obstacles are. Can they do that? Is that even possible? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to set people up for failure. You want to give them a, you want to put a, you know, a benchmark out there, but it should be realistic. Yeah. I just think it's so interesting from that perspective that, and we know people, employers, managers who 
have gotten in fact tougher, you know, having let people kind of do what they do at home. In some cases, we did a whole podcast about, do you have a second job? Um, there are employers who were fine with that until things got a little tighter. And then, you know, now they're able to think more, um, maybe even more professionally and system systematically about what do I need to ask of people and how do I create systems of accountability? That must be, that needs to be part of it too. Yes, yes, for sure. So whether you want to have, um, you know, reports delivered every week, you know, what is it that you're going to need to see from this person to be assured that they are being productive? Yeah. You you need to know that and explain that when you hire somebody. All right. And this is what's happening now. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at AskK2 and please follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to My Crazy Office on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.